DeJounte Murray's out. Doesn't matter. We think the Hawks are done. They're toast. Plus, Emi Udoka gets a new job. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about this Hawks series and, oh, so many problems from them. Uh, it's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champions. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you're a subscriber. So make sure you are subscribed on whichever app you use. Also, you can watch the show on YouTube, hop into the comments section there, start a conversation, be part of the conversation. Tell me I suck. Tell me I'm awesome. Whatever you want to do, just make a comment. That'd be fun. I'm John Corrales. I used to play once upon a time. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. We are sitting here waiting for the impending elimination of the Atlanta Hawks. And while we are waiting for that, we are talking about the Game Time app. Download Game Time, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first pitch purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's bring in Tom Westerholm because basically we're going to yell about the Hawks um, for half an hour or so. Because... <laughs> It's like every other pod that we've done over the last two weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, uh, there's, there's very little that I think is going to carry into the next series. There's just, I can't talk about, I suppose you can dive into like such little tiny minutia that there might be, there are obviously going to be some little things that carry over rebounding and sure. such and such and, you know, creative ways to defend the pick and roll. Sure. Sure. But it's Jalen, Jalen, not wearing a mask. That might Jaylen be not wearing a mask. We do half an hour on JB, not wearing the mask. That's also a thing that we can do. Not a problem there. Uh, but Philly is a different team. It's a different matchup. It's a different style. It's a different everything. Yeah. And frankly, the Hawks have been Hey, they fought hard. They have tried they really hard. And then they have made the Celtics work, which is, yes. which is good. It's good that the Celtics have had to work and it hasn't been five games of sitting down for fourth quarters. So that that's good. But Tom, everywhere I look, it's the Hawks screwing up left and right and allowing the Celtics to do things. Now, effort goes a long way, but ability and their just general kind of cohesiveness and, and all of the things that are wrong with the Hawks. I'm sorry that that is more the reason why the Celtics are going to win this thing in five than the Celtics throwing any sort of wrinkles or doing any, anything else. It's they're not even playing their best offensive basketball. They're really not doing. Have you how many driving kicks have you seen? Well, there was the one where um, Jalen kind of dribbled it wrong and then it turned into a drive. And then, you know, there was like there have been some some. There was, uh, you know, like Rob uh, kind of kicked it out on like one of the last possessions of the game. You know, there was some sure there was some stuff. I mean, every, every time they drive, Tom, it's a layup. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. No, look, I mean, this series has been kind of funny because, like, yeah, the Hawks, you know what? The Hawks have played hard and they have, you know, fought and they've, you know, they, yeah, they, they got hot in game three. And that's the reason that there's going to be another game against the Hawks in Boston. It, it's almost kind of condescending to be like, you know, I, I really come away uh, impressed by the Hawks because they played hard. It, like that almost like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's kind of this like, oh, you tried so hard, little buddy. Like you did good. Like it's, I don't know. This is an NBA team. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. they're trying hard. It's, You're supposed it, to play hard. It's, it's the playoffs. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Oh, I got a lot of respect, man. They played hard, man. They didn't quit. You're not supposed to quit. It's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. I, I mean, like, look, I, I'm glad they didn't quit. I'm glad they did. Like, that's just kind of the baseline. Like, the, right. the baseline of game three was that the Hawks should come in and play crazy hard because if they don't win, their season's over. And they won. That's great. They got hot and they won. The baseline for game four was that they should come in and play really hard because if they win, they send it back to Boston 2-2 and all of a sudden it's a different series. Great. I'm glad you played hard. But like the Celtics are just better. And even when they don't play their best game, even when Tatum is cold for the first three quarters and things just kind of aren't, you know, aren't clicking, the Celtics still have, you know, they're still fluttering around that double digit lead. Like, Mm. I mean, it's like, you know, like, look, the Hawks, great. Good job. Trey Young, you know, I mean, he had kind of a, it felt like a little bit of a, it felt like a little bit of a fake 35. You know, I mean, he hit those, all those baskets late and it's like, okay. I was going to say, do you need a second to compose yourself? Cause it sounded like you were going to actually praise Trey Young. And I didn't know if, they, if you were going to dry. No, heat, here, no, no, no. Here's the, thing. here's the thing. I can give Trey Young some genuine, um, no snark praise. He like yesterday, his passing was really good. Like he, he, you know, like the, the way he's been operating. Tremendous passer. Tremendous passer. Tremendous passer. And, and the way he's been operating against the Celtics drop coverage has been, you know, like, yeah, he's yep. he's played well. Um, he's the reason why DeAndre Hunter got 27 points through three quarters. 100%. The main, like the main reason why. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, like, good job, Trey. Um, all, all, that, all that aside, it's like, you know. We know who the better team is. Look, I I kind of was like, I think the Celtics should sweep this series. They didn't. I think that's okay. You know, you drop one game. It's 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 an NBA team that you're playing against. Fine. It's a top five offense. It's a top. You yeah. If you don't sweep a top five offense, fine. But like, they should win this in five now. Like yes. Like you know, like now now you have to win this in five. And look, like we'll get into Dejounte Murray being suspended, all that stuff. Like. They they have no excuse now. If they if they close it out in five, they did their job. They get to face uh, you know a Sixers team that probably has a, at at best a hobbled Joel Embiid for the first game or so. Um, you did your job. Um, if, I mean, if this thing comes back to Atlanta, the Celtics really should oh my feel god, bad. they now, should feel horrible about themselves. That would be that would bother me a lot. If they if they lose game five, I will legitimately be pissed. I will be very, very. I, I, call I just don't want to watch the Hawks anymore, man. No, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, let's start done. these real done. series. I want to see a real series. Like, I, I'm done. Well, let's just talk about Dejounte real quick because yeah. it was so. You watched like the, so the first thing I saw yesterday was the the video of him just approaching the ref and bumping him. Then you realize he hit that meaningless three, walked all the way across the court. That meaningless three that covered the spread for a lot of people, from what I understand. So, so yeah, well, it depends. Because so the initial spread, I was thinking like, oh, you know, whatever. Initial spread was six and a half that I saw. Oh, okay. Seven and a half, but but the, 
there are a bunch of different spreads out there for people who have like different parlays and you can say, Hey, I'll, I'll take these three bets, like the over on points, the, you know, under on smart assists. And with that comes a, a Celtics spread that is now, well, normally it was seven and a half, but we're actually going to make it 10 and a half. Cause we want, like, if you take two easier bets, we're going to make the spread more difficult. Right, right, right. And so there are people who had like eight and a half and it, and, and they covered that. So just because it covered the just straight spread doesn't mean people didn't lose because of that three pointer. Right. Anyway, he walks across the court, gets into the ref's face, bumps the ref, and then walks off. He had plenty of time to say, maybe this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe what I'm about to do right now is dumb. And I've seen people, I've heard people say, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame that he's going to get suspended because, you know, you just want to beat the Hawks at, at full strength or, you know, you want, you want, he's been so good this series. I don't want to see his series end like that. Like, you know what? First of all, I don't give a damn. I do not give a damn because he did something stupid. That's his fault. It's not my fault. I have no sympathy for him. You're something that dumb. That's your own fault. You had a chance. You walked across an entire NBA court to do that. That's your fault. And it's the playoffs, man. I don't give a – yeah, it's a shame. It, hey, it's a shame if they face the Sixers and Joel Embiid is not 100%. No way, man. I don't care that he's not 100%. I'm not rooting for an injury. I'm not wishing for an injury. But when they happen and it hurts the other team, hey, that sucks. I don't want, I don't want that to happen. But they happen. And if the Celtics benefit from it, I'm not going to feel sorry for them. Because no one's going to feel sorry for the Celtics if Tatum sprains an ankle. No one's going to feel sorry for the Celtics. They're going to be like, Sixers fans are going to be happy. Oh, great. Oh, man. Now we have a better chance at winning. This is how it is, man. That's sports. It's just yeah. how it is. I mean, I, I, the injury one to me is a little bit different. The, the Murray one is like, like, the injury one, it's like, okay, like, it would be nice to see. I, sure, it would, you know, like, I think it'd be, it'd be nice to see, like, like, healthy sides go at each other. The Murray one, it's like, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, man. Like, you, <laughs> like, you, yeah, like you said, dude walked the whole way across the court. He bumped the ref, kind of mean mugged him, like gave him a look. It's like, stupid. what do you think is going to happen? Like, no. And also, like, oh, man, it's a shame that his series has to end like this. Like, he ended it. He like, ended he, it. He stopped it. Like, uh, he had, he had, you know, however many, like 70 plus feet. Like, he didn't walk, you know, not the whole way, but right, like 70-ish <laughs> feet to decide <laughs> oh, not to do this. Like, yeah, don't, don't. Do dumb stuff, and dumb stuff might not happen to you. You know what he needs? The game time app. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right. He needs the game time app now because now DeJounte Murray is looking for last-minute tickets to Hawk Celtics. I don't think he can actually be in the, in the building, but hey, put on like a fake mustache. Uh, who was the Sox manager that did that? Uh, geez, I'm drawing a blank. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Put on like the the, the glasses and you know the, the hat, the big uh, whatever. And download the game time app because you want last minute tickets. And hey, he's already going to be losing money due to the fine. You don't want to spend too much money on those tickets. And you can forget about planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. So you can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for anything basketball. See, I'm sure they have something for the Celtics game five. And plenty of tickets are probably going to be available. Uh, plus, other all the other sports, concerts, theater, comedy. The game time guarantee means you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in that same section, same row for less, you'll get a credit for 110% of the difference. 
You also get images of your seat so you know what you're looking at before you buy. You can get the tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. And the tickets are sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your emails and all of that stuff. Get these tickets without the stress. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Today's show also brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's uh, favorite sports book. I'm just going to make that claim. I'm, it's my favorite sports book. It's the official sports book of the Lockdown Podcast Network. And hey, baseball's back um, on top of the NBA. And you want to get a uh, no sweat first bet of up to $1,000 when you're a new customer, sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. You place your first bet, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So whatever you want to bet on, if you want to bet on uh, Jason Tatum three-pointers, like we were talking about before, you want to do a parlay on FanDuel, you can do that. Just be careful about DeJounte Murray. Well, not DeJounte, maybe maybe Trey Young. Uh, actually, I expect there to be garbage time. So it'll probably be somebody at the end of the Hawks bench screwing up your bet. But if you're smart, you can win. Don't miss your chance at that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's important. You got to do it at FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel is an official partner of the NBA and Major League Baseball. And of course, us at the Lockdown Podcast Network. Just ask you if you're going to do it, please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Tomorrow, game five, post game. I'll try to do it from the garden, but they're always shifting things around. And oh, yeah, the Bruins are good. So <laughs> they're going to be changing over for Bruins games. So uh, you will get a post game podcast there. And either preparing for Philly or a very angry Celtics game six podcast after that. I do not anticipate doing that. Uh, Tom Westerholm. So uh, DeJounte Murray is not going to be around. That that really sucks because he's been kind of like their best player. Um, I don't know where they're going to get that production from. They've been terrible on the road. Uh, and I feel like the Celtics are in this in this spot where they they first of all I think they should they should blow the doors off of Atlanta. I think Atlanta's got one more run in them, and then the Celtics just beat that back, and and we're going to see uh, Pritchard. We might see a full. I expect a full fourth quarter of garbage time. Like I think it's going to be that bad. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I could I could certainly see it. I I don't know. I mean, I think the Celtics haven't been. Well, at home they were, I guess, for stretches. I was going to say the Celtics haven't been that dominant, um, but like, they, yeah, they, they, they happen at times. Lead at one point, a twenty-two yeah. point lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess, I guess for some reason, I, I, I don't have like a good reason for it. I think, I think you're, but I don't expect there to be. I don't expect it to be a blowout, but I don't have logic. You know, I'm just eye testing it. Like, I feel like, I just feel like it's. I, I just think the Celtics are going to win. I think, I think this one's, yeah, this I one's mean, done. I mean. You know, like, I guess, I guess the, the thing, the, the, the other thing about DeJounte Murray being out is that's one of the few guys who isn't like a total target, right. On the, on the defensive end, like, you know, I mean, yeah, and, and he, he's a target for Tatum, but he's not like a target for like, you know, for like Jalen, um, you know, even like some of those other guys, like at least he's very competitive. Yeah. Get him out of there. I mean, who's come, who, who starts for him? Like Bogdanovich, like good yeah. player. 
But another guy, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Smart's waving people off to get a chance to drive right oh, by Bogdanovich. I mean, get a big one-handed dunk, like, you know. Um, you know, like Jalen Johnson, like he, Malcolm Brogdon was, you know, like toasting him in a toaster. Like it's, yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, no, I've talked myself into it actually. I think there's going to be, <laughs> I think there's going to be some garbage time tomorrow. That today, smart drive, to this. that smart drive is so indicative of what I'm talking about and why I, I, you go up and down this roster. I wrote a thing on, on Boston sports journal, uh, all these little things about the Hawks. And it was just, you know, John Collins. What? No wonder he's been on the trade block forever. I mean, what has he done? Nothing. Uh, Bogdanovich has one one good game. The, the 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 Hawks role players have had exactly one good game in this series, and the rest has been has been kind of difficult. And again, congratulations to them for playing hard and making the Celtics work for it. It's, you know. It, I guess, you know, you, you get a sticker for that, but, um, (laughs) that smart drive is the point of attack defense for the Hawks is such hot garbage. When, when there's, it's bad when there's effort, it's bad when there's effort, when they're down 20 down three, one, on the road and nothing is working and they're all frustrated and they're all just going to, at some point in that game, going to be like, Oh my God, enough, enough. It's, this has been rough season. I just, we're going to go back to Atlanta. Let me just get my stuff. I'm going to go figure some stuff out. (laughs) So this is why I, I feel like they'll come out strong. They'll come out strong. The Celtics come out stronger and shut that down. If they come out to like, a 30 to 10 somewhere in that first quarter, then the Hawks are just going to, they're going to just start, you're going to see hands go in the air and talking to each other and, and all of that stuff. So, but the, the Celtics with going back to that smart play, that's why I can't take anything away from this series that moves forward. That's not going to happen. No. Against Philly. It's not going to happen against Milwaukee or Miami or wherever, whoever, it's it's just not going to happen in future series. You don't just take NBA guys off the dribble like that with no creativity. Yeah, it, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, you know, when when like whenever Celtic Sixers presumably starts, like the the Sixers just played a team that had absolutely no answer for their superstar, right? Like Nets had you know like like just nobody who can you know, really do much about Embiid. And like, you know, like few people, you know, on planet Earth can do much about Joel Embiid, but the Celtics generally defend him pretty well. And and I think we'll, you know, we'll see plenty of um, wrinkles that we might not have seen during the regular season. I thought the last time these those two teams matched up, we didn't see the Celtics really try anything creatively. And I just felt like that was partly because they were at the end of the year and they didn't want to necessarily give things away for a, a likely second round opponent. So I think we'll see, I think we'll see a very different type of defense. Like the Sixers are not uh, like we'll we'll have some like oh geez like this is like a real NBA team again. And I think the Celtics will have the same thing against the Sixers. Like oh geez shoot this is a this is a real NBA team. Like I feel like like it might be like a situation where both teams in the first quarter kind of punch each other and then they both have to sit down for a second and be like yeah. (laughs) Like so yeah I don't know. Like I mean it's I'm I'm with you man. I don't I don't think there's that much you can take away. I think the Celtics. 
I do think the Celtics look businesslike, right? Like they, they look like they're like, I thought in game four, they really, you know, like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a perfect win, but it didn't have to be. I thought it was like a nice, just kind of like take care of business kind of win. Um, but I mean, yeah. Okay, great. That's the baseline. <laughs> like, like I was a uh, good, I'm glad you are businesslike for the playoffs. Like, you know, in kind of the same way that it's like, good. I'm glad the Hawks are trying. Yeah. Good. I'm glad the Celtics are trying too. And I'm good. I'm, yeah. you know, for the Celtics sake, I'm glad that them trying is better than the Hawks trying. Um, let's, you know what? I'll take, I'll take a, a second here. I got, I got rapid fire stuff from, right. from that last game. And then we can get into maybe some Ime Udoka who is going to be the Houston Rockets coach. Yes, sir. Oh, we'll talk about that in just a second. First, let's talk about prize picks, daily fantasy done, right? And not only is it done, right? It could be done rich with their $1 million daily super flex promotion for the NBA playoffs. Every day of the NBA playoffs, one of you, one prize picks user will win a chance at becoming a millionaire. One entry placed after 8 a.m. Eastern time will randomly be selected each day. Whoever placed that entry will be given a six pick flex with the following payouts. Six correct picks, $1 million. Five correct picks, 80,000. So you better get those six. Four correct picks, 16,000. I mean, I'll take the 16,000. That's fine. Full details can be found on prizepicks.com slash million. You must opt in to, at that link, prizepicks.com slash million to be eligible for the million dollar entry. Once you opt in, all you have to do is play the game like normal and you could be the lucky winner. What's playing it like normal? It's very simple. You versus the projections. They set a projection for a player in any sport, literally any sport almost in the world. And you can go above or below. And if you win, there you go. So it's, it's very simple. Not competing against other people. It's just projections on any sport that you watch. Entries can be made very quickly, like 60, 60 seconds or so. Safe and fast withdrawals currently operational over 30 states in Canada. Download prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com. Uh, first time users, you get 100% instant deposit match. So you deposit up to $100 with the promo code locked on. Then you get whatever you deposit up to $100 matched from prize picks. So you got to use that promo code locked on. Sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. And hey, I also have to make the Nissan Electric Player of the Week choice. And I think that electric player right now, very obviously, is maskless Jalen Brown. Masked Jalen Brown, not even close. One for seven in that game. But once he took the mask off, he became a different player. It was 11-15. You talk about brilliantly fierce. He was attacking. He was uh, hitting from deep. He was doing everything. He was passing. Uh, fiercely elegant with his drive and dish couple, couple plays in a row to Robert Williams. I thought he was just really, really good. Elegantly powerful. It describes Jalen Brown really to a T because the way he attacks the basket, it is very fun to watch and it is very strong. Uh, and of course he delivers on duality, the combination of fierceness and elegance, beautiful, but strong. We'll say Jalen Brown's got that beautiful beard. It's just the thickest, just. I mean, that thing is just a perfect beard. But on top of that, that just looks good. He plays incredibly well on both ends of the ball. He was incredible in game four, and I expect him to be incredible in game five. So that makes him 
my Nissan Most Electric Player of the Week. It's brought to you by the all-new electric 2023 Nissan Aria. It's, it packs pin you to your seat power, premium intelligence, all-in-one electric vehicle. It's the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the electric vehicle for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. All right, let's wrap up the show here with Tom Westerholm. Uh, rapid fire thoughts. Um, I, I, I hated the energy to start the second half. I will say this, the Celtics came out of the half and if it was me coaching on the sidelines and it worked out, so I'm not like getting on Joe Missoula, I would have called a timeout like 30 seconds into that half. Absolutely. I was like sitting there screaming at Joe, like call the timeout just to reset the energy. I, I didn't like how they came out. I felt like they were just a little too slow. I would have sat them all down and be like, guys, wrong energy turn it up let's go do the whole like three stooges slap everybody across the face and send them back out there yeah um in related news you would have been fired on the spot yeah but it would have been fun <laughs> i would have gone viral yeah that's true that's true um yeah you'd be the, the second uh celtics coach this year to go viral. yeah yeah uh, <laughs> i could have landed a job in houston hey um yeah no i i thought the uh yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I didn't think that I didn't think they looked good coming out of the half. I mean, I think sometimes, yeah, like, again, we've talked about it before, but I think against this Hawks team, like, I, I would just imagine it's kind of hard to keep your like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just constantly just crapping on them, crapping like, on the Hawks. But like, like, I think I'm sure it's hard to kind of keep your energy up all the time. Like, I, I don't know this. Like, yeah, you, like you should, you should win this one. <laughs> like, yeah, so I'm sorry. Look, the Hawks have talent, right? They have talent, yes. but yeah. they are, they just have no defensive intensity. They have no defensive desire and they are just bad at it. And they, they're masking a lot of it by playing hard. And Trey Young picked apart a, a defense that was very happy to let uh, DeAndre Hunter score. That's one of my other thoughts. The Celtics defense on DeAndre Hunter was basically by design. Yeah, Jason Tatum left him alone to go in and box out and didn't care that DeAndre Hunter was hitting those shots. And hey, congrats to Trey Young. They were running that pick and roll. He was firing that pass into that corner and he was he was hitting Young right in that shooting pocket and Young and, and, and Hunter was hitting it. So good for them. But the Celtics were very happy to leave DeAndre Hunter alone. The Celtics very clearly said, if DeAndre Hunter beats us, DeAndre Hunter beats us. And like, you know what? For three quarters, it was like, well, yeah, might, uh, he might, he might not beat you, but he, but he is getting some buckets. But then, you know, in that in that fourth quarter, you started to see it, right? Like you started to see that. I think he went over three in the in the fourth quarter. And it's like when that outlet, like when the, when the outlet for that water, you know, when it's when it, when it slows to a drip drip, yeah, you're in trouble. Like, yeah, you, like you, that that puts the Hawks in a tough position. It's just like their drop coverage. You got to make a choice, and again, it's the number five defense, uh, number five offense in the league. So it's yeah. tough. It is they are tough to defend. As much yeah. as we're, it, it's a lot of our, a lot of what I'm saying about the Hawks being bad is is completely about their defense. So, um, which is just ridiculously easy to exploit. Um, but <laughs> the drop coverage, you know, it, it helps them box out, and it also says. Hey, what we're not going to do is give up the lobs. In the third quarter, when that energy was bad and the defense was bad, what did we see a bunch of? Lob, lob, lob. Like like three or four of them. You're like, yeah. That, when you're not playing the defense you're supposed to, and, and I think uh, Horford was a little bit higher up at the level of the screen, no, no. You, you could see right away why 
you either switch everything and live with the result or you play the drop. You're not playing up to the level because you're, you, they're not, they're too concerned with boxing out. You're going to lose somebody down there. It's not what you want. You playing up to the level. It's, uh, alley-oops and offensive rebounds all day long. So that's why the drop coverage, part of why the drop coverage is there. Um, other random thoughts, uh, Marcus Smart's ankle injury. I think he he realized he dodged a bullet because he he sprained the ankle and he looked at it. He's like, oh, like I feel like he understood that could have been a whole lot worse. And he got lucky there. Second time in two games that he's made that exact face because he made that exact same face when he landed on his tailbone in game three. This kind of like like this kind of oh, yeah. look on his face. Like yeah. So it was it was you know. I've, Glad he finished the game. Glad he seems yeah. like he's doing okay. Yeah. Not on the injury report, so he's not on the injury report. Yep. Um, can the Celtics stop pump faking their way out of layups? <laughs> they did that a lot in that game, including Derek White, who three pump fakes and just just lived in the lane and got that three second call. Got the three second call. That was a funny one. Yeah. I mean, no, they can't because they would much rather have threes. So yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do I have there? Um, all Trey Young wants to do is grift his way to points. Mostly true. I mean, I will say he's, he's a lot. I mean, he's that floater where he just kind of turns his body and is kind of like, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to come through on the microphone, but he just kind of is like moving sides. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, he's so good at that shot. Like that's they a tough shot. He's really good at it, he's but yeah, it, but even that shot, part of the reason he's going like this is because it's like a grift, right? He's like, he's yeah. like, he's trying to show the ref, like, hey, they're pushing me on the side. So. <laughs> um, and then in the third quarter, the smart walking the dog. I wanted to bring this up the little walking the dog thing. Sometimes people were like, why is he doing that so early in the game? It's because he wants to draw somebody yeah, up. It's, it's not just the clock. It's not the clock. In fact, I don't no. even know if the clock was running in that one. It, but whatever. It, it was, but it doesn't. It, that wasn't why he was doing it. But he definitely wasn't doing that. Nope. He was sitting there. He was waiting to get somebody coming this way towards him. And then as soon as that person takes like one step too far, he picks it up and goes. And it quickly becomes a five on four. Yes. It's the one lost little thing there with the Celtics. Like, oh, they take advantage of the clock and all that stuff. Like, they're... They're doing that, but they're also setting up this this odd man advantage where, especially if they're doing it with a like a screener out front. Yeah. And you all of a sudden, time after time, watch for that to become a weapon at some point. Somebody's gonna come up. They're either gonna just let a minute come off the clock, or they're gonna somebody's gonna go up and be like, no, I gotta go stop this. And then boom, it's gonna be a five on four. And and when things are kind of going a little janky. That could be a kind of creative way to, hey, let's. They went back and set their defense. No, I'm going to pull a defender into the back, you know, the, the other side of the court, and and let's try to do something kind of creative there. It's especially nice for the Celtics when it's Trey Young, who's the one who comes up to try to make smart, <laughs> because then it's like, I mean, that's like the perfect guy for smart to run right past and start a five on yeah. four. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it for the game. Let's talk about Ime Udoka, who's the head coach of the. Houston Rockets. Um, I mean, I, I thought he'd go for a more established roster. I thought so too. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm a little surprised he went with that. With that, I I feel like there's a non-zero chance that he actually gets into a fist fight with somebody on that team in a film session. Yeah, I mean, this honestly, like this, this is a decent 
it's, it's a pretty great landing spot for the Celtics, right? Because now yeah, it's, it's like not Houston. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not Toronto. It's not Toronto. It's not like somebody in the you know in the Eastern Conference or even like a team that's that's going to contend over the next like few years. Like, it's just kind of this like you know like okay, everybody has gone their own way. There's not going to be any narrative about like honestly. There's not going to be. There probably won't be much narrative about like whoa, look what Emay's doing. Like that team's yeah. probably not going to win many games next year. Um. Honestly, like the thing that he did pretty well in Boston was kind of yell at people until they played better. And <laughs> like, if there's a team in the NBA where Ime Udoka can like that needs somebody to yell at them until they play better, it's probably yeah. the Rockets, right? So you can kind of see that. You know, the Rockets might end up with Victor Wembanyama. Like, they might end up with like this really interesting young team. I mean, you know, I I, I see the appeal of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like you can see how. Um, he, he could probably make some, some genuine improvements right away. And again, if you're the Celtics, it is just, you know, you can just really wash your hands, move on yep. like every, yep, no, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Yeah. You do that. Go coach the Rockets. Like this, this yeah, is, yeah. this is a clean, this, this is a, a nice clean break for the Celtics. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, boy, I mean, there are people who are like, you know, kind of criticizing, the move, um, criticizing that he's back. We, first thing, I think we, we still don't know exactly what happened. Right. Uh, nothing illegal happened, you know? So we, we do have to keep that little bit of perspective, not to downplay what he did. If it was, if it was sexual harassment or abuse of power, that's serious stuff. Yeah. And he did pay a stiff penalty. He he was, he look, you could see a very clear path for him to be a 50 to 60 win coach from the beginning of his career, that would have put him on a, a, a real early path towards kind of like basketball immortality, right? Like if, if he had just like been normal, he could have taken this team. He could have been coaching this team and they could have won a championship. Maybe he wins a, a championship or two right away yeah. and he piles up wins and he gets to two, three, 400 wins really, really quickly and then he just starts to kind of, after that, whatever happens, you can coast your way to like, all of a sudden you're starting to look at records before you know it. Now he's the coach of the Rockets and who knows what the hell is going to happen there. You had one good season and this is going to be, he'll be a 500 career coach after, after next year, right? So he's, he's given up a lot as far as his basketball legacy. A lot of things that he's worked hard to, to accomplish. He lost that. Um, he lost, I assume millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he was, he, NBA coaches make multiple millions of dollars. He was suspended. They were docking his pay somehow. So I believe Wick used the word significant. Yeah. So I I don't think it was a couple hundred thousand. I think he lost, you know, millions of dollars. That's my guess. Yeah. He lost his relationship. He lost, you know, the, you know, the, the mother of his child or children. Um, one child, one son, two sons. I don't Forget. believe that he had any children with Nia. No, I could be did. wrong. He did. did he? Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure he did. But regardless, okay. that, that's yeah. gone away. Yep. <laughs> um. So he paid a heavy price. You yeah. know. Yeah. And now, now he's got to go coach the Rockets, which is, you know. That's not going to be easy, but yep. hey, you know, so I'm not, I'm not being dismissive of anything that he's done. No, but I tell you what, I've been saying this 
when you get the job, we're going to find out what he did. We're going to find out because at the very least, he's going to say something and it's, it's going to start to leak and either he's going to downplay it and the Celtics are going to have to somehow find a way to respond so they don't look like jerks or he's just going to be like, yeah, this is what I did. I own it. And you know, which would be the thing that he should do. You want accountability for this young team? You come out right away. You do some interview with somebody and you say, I made this mistake. I'm not going to name names or anything like that. I abused my power. I, my success got to my head. You know, I lost a lot. I, I realized what I, you know, what I've lost. And if he's genuine about that, then, hey, you got you to gotta give somebody the, the benefit for, for learning and growing. But, uh, but that, I think that's the best way for him to, to handle this and, and not be like, oh, I didn't do anything wrong and then have the Celtics have to somehow leak because then they, then their front office looks really, really bad. Either way, we're going to figure out something about what happened in that. Yeah. I, and again, I, I don't, we, we don't know what happens. We like, we don't know the specifics. Like, I don't, I don't want to like, you know, we, you don't want to like speculate too much by any means, but I do think that, you know, just based on what we do know, I, I hope, I hope he does kind of come out and, and take some kind of accountability and, and kind of pass it on to a young team. Right. Because like that can be a powerful message for a bunch of young basketball players who are going to be in positions of, of, of power and, and finance, like financial power, certainly. Right. Mm -hmm. Like these, these are going to be like young men who make a lot of money and, and have, you know, a lot of, uh, um, you know, kind of, kind of, um, you know, like, like, like kind of a, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of growing to do. And, and if you have like a, um, you know, if, if you have kind of a, a person in a position of power who says like, Hey, I made these mistakes. Don't, don't make these mistakes too. Um, you know, I think that could be, that could be really good for everybody. I hope, I hope that's what happens. Um, you know, in an ideal world, it would be a situation where, um, you know, he, he learns and grows and then hopefully that, you know, is passed on to other people, um, to, to, to the, to the players who are going to be with him too. So, um, that's the, uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's the optimistic view of things. I hope I hope that's what what goes down. I want him to walk in to that team, that locker room, and be like, I could be coaching a championship right now. I screwed it up, and now I'm coaching you jerks. Now I'm coaching you, you lottery-bound bums. You suck. <laughs> and I, my punishment, my penance is I have to coach you. So I will scream at you until you play better. <laughs> Jalen Green, I am going to make your life a living hell until you become good enough for me to not regret everything that I've done. So, all right. Yeah. There you go. Simple. All right. That's, uh, that's the podcast. That's the end of the podcast. Next podcast will be a post-game five elimination podcast, I hope. Yeah, better be. Well, better be. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you, man. So tune in and subscribe. Make sure you are subscribed. God help the Celtics if if they don't close this out in five. God help me, my doctor, my <laughs> my mental health. I'm I'm gonna need some real uh time to myself if that doesn't if they don't end this thing in five. Make sure you're subscribed, watch the show on YouTube. You can see how red my face gets. Uh, make a comment, start a conversation, and uh, subscribe there as well. Ring the bell so you get notified whenever uh, I drop a video. And 
I would love it if you shared the podcast. Tell your friends and everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.